With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. People pay good money to see this movie. When they go out to a theater, they want cold sodas, hot popcorn, and no monsters in the projection booth. Everyone pretend podcasting isn't boring. Turn it off. Hey folks, welcome to a special episode of The Projection Booth. I'm your host, Mike White. On this episode, I am talking with Ryan Cudahy, who is the producer of a new film called Mount Skylight. He was also the director of a film called Mount Skylight, but that was a different film. Not quite this one. It was a short version, and now they're turning it into a feature, and they're doing a fundraiser on November 4th, 2021. I will definitely post a link to where you can find out more about that. In the meantime, enjoy this interview. Tell me a little bit about yourself and, and especially how you got into the uh, filmmaking business. My name is Ryan Cudahy. I have been a producer for about probably like six years now. I have been working on a TV series called Swagger out in Virginia. Um, it'll be on Apple TV, but really on the side, I've been trying to build my craft as an independent producer. I've been making short films for a while now, including Mount Skylight, which is the film I'll be talking about today. And the cool thing about Mount Skylight is when we made it a short film, it went very, very well. We got into some local festivals. We got into some nationwide film festivals. Um, we were nominated for you know the Audience Award at some, Best Cinematography, um, at others, we are very proud of the cinematography that happened with it. But what really happened is, based out of Virginia, we got the attention of groups such as the Virginia Film Office, such as a lot of independent filmmakers, the Virginia Production Alliance, who were very happy with us, not just because we made a film we're proud of and a film they really enjoyed, but because it made Virginia look really, really good, which is what we're fully intending to do with this one. But the festivals went really well. The ones we went to, people loved it. The ones we didn't go to, we heard great things about. So we're very happy with how the short went, which is why we're so excited to keep expanding upon it. Tell me about that uh, original Mount Skylight. How did that come together for you? Sure. So it began as a note on my friend Tristan's iPhone. Essentially, he came up with a small element of the plot that we ended up expanding upon. Once we started developing it as a short, 
essentially Mount Skylight as a short and a feature is about a group of friends who meet while in rehabilitation for substance use disorder. To celebrate their sobriety, they go on a weekend hike in the Virginian Appalachian Mountains. And when they return to their town, everyone has disappeared. They must figure out what happened and how to survive. So we shot it for a couple thousand dollars. We actually shot it over a, a weekend. We were supposed to have three days. The first day got rained out. So we had two days to shoot this thing, shut down streets, shut down parks, you know. But we made it work. We're really proud of what we had, and we cannot wait to keep going with it. When does that idea of, hey, this was a great short, let's make it into a feature, how does that come about? One thing that we were proud of with the short was that we intentionally kept the characters' backstories and the kind of themes of what happened, we intentionally kept those ambiguous, which turned out to be both a positive and a negative. Because while we were happy with how the short went and we were happy with what went, what happened with it, we always felt that there was more story to tell. And we were always pondering the idea of making this a feature film so we could have a larger canvas to tell the story. And in that time, while we were, it was just an idea we were coming up with, I found out about a local grant from this or, uh, group called the Magic Lantern Theater out in Virginia. They're a nonprofit. And I applied for the grant, and we got it. So that's when we started to prompt the idea. We still had a lot more money to raise, and we still do, although we're almost at our goal. But we really wanted to take that next step and say, hey, now that we have this grant, we have a reason. Let's get this thing going. And we have really worked hard to to elaborate on areas of the film that we felt could be better, not just with characters, but our new director. I directed and, and produced the short. Now I'm just the producer. Our director's fantastic. And he's got a better element of how to make each frame have a little bit more purpose. We're looking for a little bit of um, better color correction, but mainly we are really excited to get the story going and elaborate on a story we care so much about. Yeah, tell me about your director. Taylor McNeilis, a good friend of mine, met him in college at James Madison University. We are both uh, media majors there. And we've been working together now for about six years, um, from whether it be short films to professional, more corporate freelance work. He really has shown himself over the years. For instance, when we started with Mount Skylight, he was our first AC, a first assistant camera. But he really proved himself, and he put in so much work for our films with – never having a huge role in them. So a few years ago, he had written a script, and it was I, he asked me to produce it, so I gave him the opportunity to direct, and he blew me away. Since then, he's directed three more of my films, and all have gone absolutely fantastic. We're um, in post-production for what I consider to be our best film so far. It's a horror short called Three Miles. The thing about Taylor is his real passion for this comes down to the fact that he's the most disciplined director. Now, I'm not saying that this has to be the story of every director, but the thing that really separates Taylor is that he played uh, football at James Madison University, which has a really good football team, which really taught him the mindset of how to be a part of a team and more importantly, run a team. Being a director, having a vision for the film is one thing, and that's very important. But that's about 20 to 30% of actually what you need to be a director. Really what you need is unbelievable focus. You, you also need to not only have a vision but know how to convey that vision to the DP, to the actors, to the production designer. You need to know how to get those things across. And Taylor, watching him direct, he's got such discipline, such focus, and he knows how to communicate his vision so well that I'm so excited for him to have this feature directorial debut. Now, forgive me if this is an ignorant question, but have you guys actually started shooting yet, or are you still in the producing phase? I mean, how's this going? So it's actually funny. We are still in the in uh, pre-production. We are still developing this thing. We're about 
$10,000 off of our goal, which is really exciting. We're getting really close to making this thing happen, and we're hoping to shoot in May. However, like I said, the film is all about a desolate wasteland, a post-apocalyptic film. We're shooting this thing entirely in Virginia. And where I live in Richmond, Virginia, once the pandemic started, we realized that there are a lot of places in Virginia that look pretty desolate right now. So we ended up going out with one of the best drones out there and got drone shots soaring over all of Virginia to show that it's desolate. So we are still in development. We're still in pre-production. However, we do have those great shots that we'll be able to use at the same time. So tell me about this fundraiser that you're having on February 4th. Absolutely. So as I mentioned, the film at its core is about addiction recovery at the end of the world. We feel that we have an outlet here to really tell a story that we don't want to be triggering for people with substance use disorder, but we do want to tell their story in a very unique way. Um, We're actually donating a percentage of our proceeds from the grant we got to the Winchester Rehabilitation Center in Virginia. That's where we're shooting is Winchester, Virginia. But we were proud to announce a few weeks ago that we've actually formed a cross-promotional partnership with a group called SARA of Virginia. SARA stands – it's a nonprofit, and it stands for Substance Abuse and Addiction Recovery Alliance. They're focused on educating, mobilizing, supporting those with substance use disorder and pushing for better legislation among the state legislature and getting the word out during this current General Assembly. On the 4th, so in a few days, um, we're actually going to be having a virtual live reading as a fundraiser with them. We'll be reading um, over Zoom and over Facebook Live a a few scenes with our actors from Mount Skylight, the feature, and then we'll end it with a panel in which we um, there's some of the team members and then some of the experts at Sarah of Virginia will be discussing um, the best ways to move forward and what's going on with the COVID era with substance use disorder, because this is a terrible time for many, but particularly those who struggle with substance abuse. We have a consultant on the film. She's helped out a lot, and she works in an opioid recovery clinic, and she said she, seen, she saw more relapses last March than she had in her entire career. So it really is a problem right now that we're hoping to address with this film, particularly in Virginia. On top of that, we're actually also starting – we just started um, this past Friday a fundraiser with um, Custom Inc. So we're, ha- we're selling T-shirts actually uh, to get the – to complete the remaining funds for ourselves. Um, so anyone who wants to go on customink.com, find our campaign. They're $20. They'll be shipped directly to you at the end of the campaign. And 5% of proceeds will also benefit Sarah of Virginia. So we're really excited about these fundraising endeavors we have coming up. And we believe that it will be important not just to people who are in recovery, but people who are really looking – for the best ways on how to produce their independent films. We're trying to lead the charge not just here in Virginia, but really show how you can save money, raise money, and really get a film going at this level. Yeah, I've said several times on this show that, for me, independent movies, a lot of times they live and die by the performances. And I'm very curious where you got your actors, and also how has COVID affected them? Because did you start this before the COVID times or, or has this all this idea of turning this into a feature and getting these actors, has that all been post pandemic? The bad news I would say is that we were planning on shooting this thing last October and not just for fundraising purposes, but for just the purposes of, we don't want to be asking people for money in the middle of a pandemic. That's just not right. So we, now that things are starting to get a little better economically, we are asking certain people to help out, but we did also to obey COVID protocols, we decided not to shoot in October. Um, and that's affected all of us, both the cast and crew. But in regard to the performances, we've lucked out. So the sh- anyone who's seen the short film, 
the actors that we got for the short film are coming back for the feature. These are all people that we either met at college or we met through the network of college. Our lead actors, uh, Brendan Gaffey and Morgan Flanagan, are probably the two best actors I know. And it's really fascinating because Brendan's been a part of the film since we started promoting it in 2017. Morgan was cast three weeks before we shot the short film. Our actress ended up moving and she dropped out to play the lead role of Maggie. And Morgan stepped up and did the role. And we were happy with our audition, but we had, she hadn't been with the character much, so we weren't, wasn't sure how she'd do. We get to the first blocking of our scene rehearsal, probably her most difficult scene. The other actors, Matt Sharp and Brendan, literally forgot their lines because she was just so powerful in her scenes. We're lucky to have her back. We're lucky to have all of our actors back. And while they've been really struggling in the pandemic too, as have all of us, what we did that was really interesting to connect ourselves is first we've been doing Zoom calls with the entire cast and crew. Everyone wants in a while to catch up, plan, but also just have fun talking to each other. And an idea that we came up with is to each do a video um, to post on social media of us in our Mount Skylight shirts discussing exactly what our role is, what their performance is going to be about, how we're hope- what we're ho- our goals are for this film individually and as a whole. So we're really excited to have them back, and we're glad that we've been able to connect so much. I mean our team – most of us have been working together for five to six years now, and we've really kind of learned, not ju- as a casting crew, what works for us, what who complements each other's features um, in regard to their performance on front of the screen or behind the screen. So our team is really focused on um, getting becoming as well assembled as we can so that when we move forward for this as a feature, we can just hit the ground running. I mean, how I see it is we're ready to do this. We just need to complete the final efforts of getting of developing this thing how are you balancing working on this as well as working at your day job i mean it's not just that it's my day job it's that i work 60 hours a week on a tv series you really have to want it you really do i mean i I heard it best you know uh, uh, because i'm the producer on this thing right i'm not writing or directing this one and and if they're on independent films the person who has the least to gain is the producer it's just the case i mean you could make the argument for that for uh, studio production but the producers are doing fine on those so someone made that point to me producers have the least to gain but i don't see it that way because i've been with this film since 2016 whether it be a short to a feature and it's something that i've really it's something I really care about, and I hate to say the word passion because you always hear that with filmmakers. It's my passion, which is fine because it is, but this is something I've been committed to um, before I got this job, before COVID. I mean we were looking – we were really strongly considering just pulling the plug on this, but here's the deal. In 2019 was when we got the grant to develop this into a feature, and I had a co-producer on the film named Kestro Lacido, and we were – making the video in order to develop it into a feature. And on her way down to make the video, Kestra was uh, passed away in a car accident. We have agreed to her friends and family to dedicate it to her. Um, That's a big part of what we're doing. So how I see it is I love what I do with this film. I love my day job. I love working on this after hours and on weekends. That's not a problem to me, but I'm the last one who's going to complain about this film because I feel – honored to be able to make this film in her memory and i feel proud that we're able i really want to make this a film she can be proud of which is you know i have a lot of goals for this film i want to make a film that makes virginia look good so that we can um, really demonstrate to the state legislature to raise the incentives around here 
I want to make a film at this level that we all love. But more than that, I want to make a film she can be proud of. That's really what my goals are. Motivation for this is. So I don't see any problem in working uh, for working this thing on weekends or whatever I need to do. When you get this thing fully funded, when do you think it's actually going to start to shoot? Our projected goal for right now is April 30th to June 4th. So we've kind of budgeted for that time. We figured out where we're going to stay, what we're going to eat, where we're going to shoot. We've lucked out with our locations. But that's our time frame for how this is going to happen if we get the budget we need, which it's looking like we will pretty soon. So for folks listening, where can they go for updates about the movie? And also, where can they go to find out more about this fundraiser? All of our um, information will be on our social media page at Mount Skylight Film. That's actually Mount's abbreviated, so at MT Skylight Film. Um, We have our event pages on there, so you can find them there, both the virtual fundraiser and the T-shirt fundraiser we have coming up. You can learn all about it. Feel free to contact us. Uh, We're happy to um, talk to you. You can also um, look up our short film if you I guarantee you, if you Google Mount Skylet, the film will pop up. You can go to our social media. We're on all platforms from Facebook to LinkedIn. um, And we're excited to talk to you guys about this as well. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for your time. I hope everything goes great with it. And I hope we can talk again once this uh, finally gets done and, and is out there and ready for the world. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. Sky is mine.